bitch off this passport. Hey, what you think I do to dance for? Dodging all of the task force. I'm out the trunk with this Mac part. Hey, y'all ain't never been that hard. Ugh. Please don't try to move grimy and get slimy out the coup with the Tommy like I'm Tommy. I'm down to catch a body. I won't ever try to do the job sloppy. I'll stay cleaner than a motherfucking lobby. Catching me is a property. I'm on grind like a skater on my ollie. Kick flip to the bag and massage. And I don't do parties. When I'm zombie, I get lit with the posse. Pouring eight, just a purple tsunami. Fat wood just to fly me. I'm in a bag every time I touch down. Risk taker for the cash. I'm going out. You would never know my route. Fuck them foreigns. Real muscle in the house. See them lights. We gon' dip right out. I ain't never slowing down, I'ma burn the fuck out, shit, I'ma do the dash, why I turn the fuck down, big dodge with the pipes, you gon' learn that tough sound, hold it down, mm. no, 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 shit, I'm no naga asshole, I'm getting rich off this passport, hey, what you think I do the dash for, dodging all of the task force, I'm out the trunk with this Mac, what's the deal, what's the deal, we back again, politicking per usual, you already know what time it is, man, it's your boy Dank Sinatra, I got my co-host, DBK, that boy Khalifa, you already know what's going on. Yes, sir. And we had to bring in the homie, man, Risk Taker Cash. Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal, man? Appreciate y'all having me on, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Pat. What's yes, the deal? sir. So you out here in Cali or are you still Vegas living? Where you at with it right now? Uh, I'm out here in Cali, man. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> never left. You feel me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's get straight to this uh, interview part, man. Talk so me, your background, man, let the people know who you are, where you from, where you grew up at, man. Oh, man, I'm Rich Taker Cash, man. I was born Long Beach, California, man. Born and raised out there a little bit. Migrated, moved around. I came to the Dino. Also lived in L.A. for a couple of years, you feel me? So I, I, I literally bounced around a lot, you know what I'm saying? And shit. I know a lot. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of cities. You feel me? A lot of people know me, you know what I'm saying? Just as well as I know them. So that's how I went with that, man. So like you said, you know, Long Beach, you know, uh, San Bernardino. Where did you go to high school? Because that's typically what people like to say, you know, where your base is. So where did you like go to high school? At? Uh, I actually went to high school and I did, I want to say, about maybe two years in Redlands. I went to high school in Redlands. My uh, ninth grade year, I was in Redlands, man. So once I left Redlands, I went to, I want to say Pacific for probably like six months. <laughs> then I went to San G. <laughs> Shit, man. I Honestly, I went to a couple high schools, bro. It's not one that, well, it's a couple I say I didn't go to, like a Royal Valley High. Um, let me see. Purdue. I didn't go to Purdue or Royal Valley. Uh, Rialto High. Them was probably the main ones that, you know, everybody know of that I didn't go to. But <clears throat> went to a couple, man. Yes, sir. So all those all those high schools is in the in the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, my bad, I actually did six months at Poly too. Little ninth grade for ninth grade, you feel me? Just a little bit. Until my mom was tired, you know, you know how your parents get when they tired of having you around shit they don't want you around. Holly mm-hmm. High in Long Beach. Yes, sir. Sir, for sure. So, so the name. Let's get into the name. Rich Taker Cash. Where did the name uh, come from? Where did the moniker? How did you come up with that? Man, the name came from. Let me tell you. Uh, 
Actually, it's quite funny. We started a, a, a ink crew. My name used to be Cash Ink. You feel me? And once I develop, you know, a mind state that you know I take risks. I do a lot of risk taking for my family, for my you know my friends, for my music, my people to get my money as well as you know my well-being. So that's where that name came from, Risk Taker Cash. You know, I'm all about a dollar. I've been about a dollar. My favorite color, green. So I just threw everything at one. And, you know, I risk taker. Yes, sir. So so is that something you came up with by yourself? Did other people like, have influence in that name? I, I came up with that by myself, man. Risk taker cash. So so the ink crew, what was the ink crew called? Like, who was a part of the oh, ink crew? Uh, Blasted Ink. Um, you know what I'm saying? We had a couple boys. I had my boy Busy Ink, you know what I'm saying? CJ Blasted. Shout out to my boy, that boy Khalifa. You know what I'm saying? One of the CEOs of Blasted Ink, you feel me? You, yes, it, it, we we was low-key deep. My, shout out to my boy Jose, you feel me? Swag Blasted, you know what I'm saying? We had a couple artist. people, man. Yes, sir. Our tattoo artist, my nigga tattoo Swag. Tattoo artist. We had a couple people. It was a cool little tattoo group, man, for the time being when we was doing our thing. Yeah, I would I've been around I've been around Cash for about it's probably gonna be like a little bit over 10 years now. And uh he been elevating and doing his thing, wearing different hats as well and shit. So I can say that that nigga did come up with his own own artist name, Risk Taker Cash, off the monkey or from the blasted ink crew for sure you know what i'm saying i appreciate it you already know success is the key man and so so rapping how did you get into rapping when did you start taking it like seriously uh how i start got it how i first start rapping bro my older brothers and my older cousins used to rap you feel me so at that point i used to listen every day to them hear them out one night my auntie had a black and white party you know my whole family was there and my cousins was over there freestyling they gassed up man it was it was dope i was admiring everything they was doing so i decided to jump in a, the freestyling session and just start saying anything come to mind man and shit, i just start going hard after that they wanted to put me in a studio they just every day we want to hear me rap rap little name, you know what I'm saying? Let me hear that shit, you feel me? So I just start going crazy, you feel me? And then once I learned I could put two and two together, I start reading dictionaries, you know, the sources, books, stories, anything that could give me some knowledge. So I, I love science, so I start learning, you know, hearing their questions about history, you know, shit like that. So I actually put my own mind together to really take this shit serious and go hard. I want to say when I hit 15 years old, that's when I was like, it's time. I got it all there. I'm going to go in. So you said you started like going serious at 15, but what age was that when you spit that first verse? Like, Oh man, that first verse, I was seven, bro. Seven? seven. I was going ham like that. I, I, hey, bro, I was seven. Hey, look, I got witnesses for you at all. At seven years old, I heard them freestyling, going crazy. So I decided I could go crazy too. You feel me? So, so from some, then, man. from seven years old, you just been rapping. I just and been rapping. I, so it's something that you would say is like 
God's gift. You just was like naturally gifted with the the ability to rap. Yeah, honestly, I I felt like it was like God's gift, man. It was just like a uh this is what you need. You feel me? I see your path and I know what you're doing. For sure, for sure. That's dope. That's crazy. You know, most people don't really find their niche or or, or they, they talent to their mid-30s. Most people don't apply it to their later 40s. And that's why people, most people don't get rich to their early to mid-50s. So right. the, the fact that you found yours at seven and then just been rapping since 15 cents is like you 20, 30 years ahead of the normal motherfucker. And motherfuckers don't even look at it like that. Most people that are that making the money, that make it in real life, they 55, 57, 60. So as long as we figure it out before then, nigga, we 20 years ahead of niggas. If I figure it out Back. at 40, I'm still 20 years ahead of the average motherfucker that figure it out. Right. So right. you know what I'm saying? The fact that you had your head on at seven, already knowing what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? That's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, man. I kind of, I, I honestly was a fast learner, you feel me, with a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And when it comes to my music, I paid attention. You know, I get in the booth, I write damn near five songs, six songs, you know, in an hour. You know, I could I could get shit done, you feel me? And I, you know, I, I love the way my my work ethic, I push myself, like, hearing my mute, hearing my own self, honestly makes me feel like wow like yeah mm -hmm. nobody's ready for you man you feel me and you giving them what they haven't heard yet so i know as a artist especially coming out like the the ie area there's a lot of obstacles a lot of bullshit you got to deal with you know as far as trying to navigate your way through this game and as far as like trying to level up and make it to that next level so what would you say has been your biggest obstacle as an artist trying to navigate your way through this rap shit? Uh, honestly, man, I'm officially just trying to be who I am, who I'm not. I will never be, brother. Because when it comes to this rap game, a lot of people won't. A lot of people want to be ventriloquists. What do you mean by that? So if they're not able to control you in certain ways that they should be able to control you because of your age, then I feel like you're not, you're not getting nowhere with your career, with your career. So with, with, with me saying that, I'm not even trying to be the hardest. I'm not trying to push to be the dopest. You feel me? Because I already pushed that within myself and then knowing myself that, you know, I'm dope as hell, you feel me? I know what I'm doing when it comes to writing music, when it comes to freestyling. So with that being said, man, uh, I'm to the top, man, in my own lane. I feel like I don't rap like nobody else. You know, you hear me, you won't say I sound like him or him. You feel me? You you know, he and I'm in my own lane. You He in his own lane, you feel me? And that's just how it is, brother. So, so what about like beat selection? How you go about like picking your beats? And do you have like a, a set of ears that you want to play your shit from that you get honest feedback for? Because I think that, you know, to to have a successful music career, you also need some, some music ears 
that hear your shit before the general public. And I think that's, right. that that's something that, you know, we're looking into because everything might sound good to us, but then that person that got that ear, they don't know, oh, well, that's too high and that needs to be equalized and that, you know, that ad lib right there needs to be taken out. So as far as the, the art of A&R and it don't really exist no more. So how you go about like vetting your own music? Do you just like got a bunch of yes men that just be like everything hard? Or do you got some uh, people that be like, hey, that that needs some fine tuning? Honestly, I want people to be like, that needs to be fixed. I got a lot of people that listen to my music and when they listen, they expect for me to bar out every song because you know, I bar out, but that's not the case when it comes to my music. I want people to feel the way I feel. In mm-hmm. fact, I want people to feel even better than how I feel about my music. You see, now that's my, like when you say that, that's my problem is that I'm more of a a lyrical type of person when I listen to music. So I'm paying attention to the bars. So as long as the bars is there, for, to me, it's, it's green. And you know exactly what I'm saying? My like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like there's other things that we need to verse ourselves in besides just the bars. Cause we already know y'all niggas got the bars. Y'all could bar us up. But what is that other shit that needs to be added on top of that? You know, to take it from here to the next level. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the shit that we're searching for right now. Hey man, that's why I say if you go, if you pull up every tape that I drop from the breaking point one to the breaking point three. Everything sounds different. I don't sound the same on anything. You know what I'm saying? I kind of got a feeling of how to how to change the way I sound, man. You feel me? Because you can't sound the same on every track. Mm-hmm. Right. So what he's saying is basically is like we when you need a, a, a team, you got to uh, build a team and have these different people to have insights on your craft and stuff so basically if i'm dropping a single or if you dropping a single and we all the squad and stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna record it we're gonna have a, a listening private listening party where we listening to everything we listen to everything or if we can't make it i'm sending i'm sending y'all shit i'm sending you shit like yo check this out proof listening how to does this sound and tell me what you think about it all that so that's what he's saying is like like who's there for you that that's doing that for you? You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I got a. That's what I'm saying. I got a couple people that do that. I rather my people tell me the truth than give me love because they my people. You get what I mean? Just because you my people, don't say this shit tight because you know I'm tight. Like let me know where I sound wrong at. Let me know if the second verse don't go with the first verse. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? Like because. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if if I'm rapping something on the first verse and it has nothing to do with when I rap that second verse, you're lying to me. You're basically telling me the song sound good, but if I listen to it myself, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying in the first verse to go with the second verse. That there needs to be a story behind my music, and that's how I feel about when I'm doing music. I want people to understand that it's a story behind it. So if something sound wrong, let me know so I can get that right up out of there. Uh-huh. And, uh, I think that uh, as we grow and we, we, we do this, just doing these interviews, we get so much insight from so many different motherfuckers that we take away. You know what I'm saying? Just just game. And one thing that we really are realizing 
is that a record label gives you a loan. And you can get that loan from a bank. So what is the difference between you getting a loan from the bank and you getting a loan from a record label? Is that ownership. To be a recognized and to get that deal, you got to have A through Z set up all, to, all together. So Automatically before so, you run they dope. Uh-huh. So if if we're gonna run the independent play and we're gonna run this shit as a label, then we then we need to understand the label structure and we have to bring back things like AR. We gotta bring back things like you know what I'm saying, like vetting out your music and, and having other people pick your your play. Here's the eight songs that I want to do. Y'all pick the order in which y'all, you know what I'm saying? Because That's what I'm trying to, I need people like that. Like once this album is done, mm -hmm. you feel me? I want to send my album to people and I want to, I want y'all to tell me what needs to be in and what needs to out. You feel mm -hmm. me? I got enough time to still do my album. So I, I need people like that. I understand that complete man. That energy mm -hmm. right there is everything, bro. I was, wa I was watching an interview in Nipsey was talking about how he brought in Puff Daddy and, and Puff Daddy did uh young niggas. He said that he was he was uh getting them for rap niggas, you know what I'm saying? And he said that when Diddy came in, he like, you know what I'm saying, he played him a DMX song and he was like, Look, this is the energy you need to have when rapping this song. Your energy don't match the vibe that the beat is giving off, and you need to go back and re-record that shit. And then he brought Diddy to get on that song, and Diddy didn't even get on that song. And then jumped on Young Niggas, a whole nother track that he wasn't even meant. And, and just having something like that is golden. And yeah. that's something that we need that's to that's what he used his golden ear. He used the mm -hmm. ear for something he wanted to, like, okay, this sounds better. This yeah. is where I think I fit. Mm -hmm. Basically, a and R that nigga, that nigga shit. You feel me? You know, and now look, and rap niggas was the first single off of a classic album, and then young niggas was one of the most motivational songs that I've heard in in hip hop in the last That's 10, fact. 15 years. So just Diddy coming to one studio session and and laying his hands on two tracks, give you two classics when you got that type of knowledge and that type of you know. People can add value to you in so many different ways, and people just think that like you, you gotta be. Know. You know what I'm saying? It's like Khalifa says something. You know, when one of our interviews is like, you know, everybody on the team, but they're gonna be one quarterback, and everybody gotta be fine with what play the quarterback call, and you gotta go out there and run the route, whether the pass comes to you or not, and you gotta be willing to play your position in in the team. And I think that that is the, probably the hardest obstacle that we all have to overcome is not right. only building the team, but making sure the people within the team and infrastructure play their role. Yes, sir. That's facts. So, facts. so not just in music, man, but in life, man, what would you say is the hardest lesson you have to learn? My hardest lesson learning, honestly, bro, was raising my children, trying to create something that my dad didn't create. And that's family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. Family is hard to, you know, really call family, family. You feel me? Especially when you're creating your own. And you know what I'm saying? You got to really honestly push that family, which meaning your kids. Your kids want to be football players, basketball players. You need to be there for them. 
I ain't have that. So what I want to do is show my kids is family is everything. That was my hardest lesson learned. You know what I'm saying? That family is real. Learning that family is really real. Is family is what you make it. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. You feel me? I think that one thing that we do when it comes to family is that we expect them to be our first and biggest supporters. When really the biggest thing I, I learned in this game is level of association. Growing up, you were set on a certain path, so you met people along the path. When you were selling drugs, you knew 10 plugs to get the drugs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because that's the level of association that you have. Now, if one <laughs> nigga did this there, you could go to... But you know what I'm saying? Once you choose to start navigating in the game, everybody that you kind of knew from your past is no longer the people that you need to know. So you kind of got to step away from family, step away from friends, and find a whole new lane of people that fit your path now. And I think that that is the biggest lesson that you have to learn with family is that family and friends, they're always going to be there. But when you have a purpose and a destiny, nine times out of ten, if those people that are in your friends or your family don't have that same purpose or destiny, then you gotta gotta leave them behind and catch them on the back end. Hey, I That's have to bad. double. I got to double back for family. You know what I'm saying? Once I make it to where I'm going, but I can't try to have you go along with me when your purpose ain't aligned with mine. And that's, right. I'm going. I've been going through that for a while too, as well. That's that's real because, like, when you going and going up on levels, I heard Snoop Dogg say it. You going up on levels, you on this level, you can't, you can't go backwards. Everybody that's behind you, you got to let them catch up. Because what do you look like going backwards for and going to their level and then bringing them back up? No, they have to come to you, my nigga. You dig what I'm it saying? don't make sense. Mm -hmm. it, don't make, it wouldn't make sense for you to go back down when you already settled in at a spot that you know you nurtured. Yeah, mm -hmm. still going up. So before we get into this next segment, man, just let everybody know what you got coming up next for us in 2023 and what, oh, what do people need to be on the lookout for? Y'all, man, be on the lookout, man. 2023, uh, I'm actually dropping this album called Year 2021. You feel me? And it's, it's basically based off of uh, a lot of energy from my pain, negative, good. You know, anything you can add with your energy and your, the way you move, you feel me? So it's based off of everything about me and what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be on all platforms. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to look out for a couple of videos off this album. You know what I'm saying? A song called Moving Mountains. It's a single. I'm doing a, a video too. Kind of kind of feedback I got off this song was I sound like Nip. So, you know, I never got that. I never heard that since I've been rapping that. Not one song where I, oh, man, you sound just like Nip, bro. So, I actually got some shit coming for 2023, you feel me? Beautiful, uh, nice, lovely album. Made my own cover art, you know what I'm saying? I'm working on my own, so hopefully this brings people attention of who I am and where I'm trying to be in life and where I came from and where I'm trying to get. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I respect that. So right now, no doubt, no doubt. we're going to check you out, man, so... 
quick preview for the people that ain't never heard no risk taker cash. We about to play this passport featuring Jesus 36. So relationship, so relationship with Jesus 36. That's my brother from another mother, man. Yes, sir. So let's we actually, we actually used to be from Jackpack together, man. And then, you know, we branched off. He went to gas 36. You feel me? And you know me, I'm team cash. Yes, sir. Well, let's get to this passport. Who shot this? Shout out to YB Films. You know what I'm saying? YB Films shot this right here, man. My guy. My number one suspect. Yeah, I already know I already know where y'all niggas is at because my first studio was right there in that building right next to there in San Bernardino. I'm out the trunk with this Mac part. Hey, y'all have never been that hard. Don't act an asshole. I'm getting rich off this passport. Hey, what you think I do to dance for dodging all of the task force? I'm out the trunk with this Mac part. Hey, y'all ain't never been that hard. Oh, there go Khalifa. Please don't try to me against the cool with the tummy like I'm Tommy. I'm down to catch down, I'ma burn the fuck out. Shit, I'ma do the dash. Why I turn the fuck down? Big dodge with the pipes. You gon' know that tough sound. Hold it down. I'm getting rich off this passport. Hey, what you think I do to dance for dodging all of the task force? I'm out the trunk with this okay. map part. Hey, y'all have never been that hard. Don't act an asshole. I'm getting rich off this passport. Hey, what you think I do to dance for dodging all of the task force? So, so the where the website? Who, hey, where where you get the website? Oh, uh, man, shout out to Fastlane right there. That's Fastlane, man. Don't be sad at Jazz, bitch. I'm going to give a hater what he asked for. Jazz brain on the dashboard. One of them parts is mine, though, too, as well. Hop the perk, now I'm fucking him back for it. All the bitch had the bitch on all fours. The nigga stabbed that like a passport. Spinning around and be like a passport. All we do is win, you can check score. Drop a phone and a pop and it transforms. Juice. I be catching shit off the backboard. Niggas ain't never been that hard. I'm like sparking, it's pulling cards. Yeah, I'm known that guy, so. And I'm married with a kid's go. Shit, I'm known that guy, so. I'm getting rich off this passport. Hey, what you think I do to dance for dodging all of the task force? I'm out the trunk with this Mac part. Hey, y'all have never been that hard. Known that guy. So I'm getting rich off this passport. Hey, what you think I do to dance for dodging all of the task force? I'm out the trunk with this Mac part. Hey, y'all ain't never been that hard. Hey, shout out to YD Films. Another one. Fucking D and Fast Lane Mopar, man. Another one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So right now, we get up out of here. We're going to get to DBK, man. He got 10 rapid fire questions for you. Take it away, DBK. Y'all already know that boy Khalifa. These is 10 fire rapid questions that I think your fans would like to know about you. Tap in. Let's go. Question number one. How many albums have you dropped on all platforms? Name a few for us. 
I actually dropped two, the breaking point one and the breaking point three. Yes, sir. Question number two, Passport. That video we just dropped was hot. The song and the music video, what inspired that? Uh, man, I named my dog. My dog, bro. <laughs> I named my dog that, and then after I named my dog that, it was over after that. You named your dog Passport? I named my dog Passport, and then I made the song. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Sir, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Question number three. Now, you know, I know you do more than just being an artist. So I want to know about In the Dark Bullies. How do you balance out being an artist and a dog breeder? Um, love, investment. It's, it's, it's actually a big investment. That's a lot of money to throw away. So you got you to gotta love that dog like you love your child. Love your investments, you feel me? Not just for the money, but for something that you need to take care of and have looking beautiful, who also has to take pictures and be at shows. So you feel me? To balance out that, I, I make sure I keep my dog straight to where I don't have to do too much throughout the day on bothering them or feeding them. I make sure they okay. So that's how I balance that out, man. Yes, sir. You already know. Make sure y'all check out his uh, dog breeding page, In the Dark Bullies, man. Tap in, you already know. Appreciate uh, you. Question number four. Team Cash. I know it's a record label. You got a couple artists and a clothing line. Let people know about your clothing line, Team Cash. Uh, with my clothing line, man, Team Cash, you feel me? Shout outs to Team Cash, you feel me? My whole group, people that support me and everything. Uh, with that being said, with my clothing line, I actually got some summer fits coming out. It's kind of Honestly, now that's a good question. I love that question because it's kind of very hard to, you know, keep gathering your clothing line and doing your dogs and your music. So I finally accomplished how to get my clothing line on point and get that correct and know how to handle that. So with that being said, uh, it's time. 2023, you will be seeing Team Cash clothing line brand dropping. Yes. Official outfits. Y'all tune in and tap in. Team Cash is going down. You already know. Question number five. Name two artists you would love to collab with and why. My idol. You feel me? Let's not even, you know, my nigga Lil Weezy. Yeah, you feel me? I love to do a song with bro. You know what I'm saying? I paid attention to him since I was a kid. I'm talking about Baller Blocking, Hot Boys movie. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's just my boy. That's that's my guy. You feel me? And I I feel like the other artists I would really honestly love to work with would be Lil Baby, man. He's taking the crowd by a storm, man. I'm telling you, hey, that's how I try to be, man. He's taking the crowd by a storm, man. He's doing it with no no recycle music. Like everything is nice. You feel me? He's giving you his life story. That's basically how I'm trying to be. So those two artists. That's what's up. That's a good answer. Y'all already know what's going on. Question number six. What's some advice you can give an upcoming dog breeder that's trying to get in that game? Uh, some advice for some upcoming dog breeders, man. Honestly, bro, don't let nobody tell you how to run your, your kennel. 
or your ways of doing what you do in your yard. You feel me? Because I done been inspired by a lot of people and I done been shut down by a lot of people. But now I'm I'm making a name for my camp. And honestly, it was off building myself and listening to myself. And some people that actually wanted to see me higher than where I am now. And that's shout out to Tony Boy Exotics. You feel me? Shout out to Eminem uh, Frenchies. You know, it's a lot of uh, kennels that I want to shout out. I just can't quite roll it off my tongue. Uh, Inland, False Baby, you feel me? Shout out to a lot of bully kennel lines that really fucked with me and showed me that I could do this too. So me to y'all, y'all can do this too, man. Just invest. Don't If you really going to invest your money, don't, don't settle for less. Go with something that's going to build foundation in your yard because that's what it's about. It's about having a foundation. That's what it is. That's a good answer as well. Let's keep it moving. You already know. Question number seven. I know you independent, but I'm sure the people want to know, are you looking to sign a deal or are you looking to stay an independent artist? Oh, man. That's a spicy question. I'm looking, I'm looking to wherever the man above takes me and show me that this is the route that I need to take to get higher in life. And that's the way I'm going, brother. Just like that. Okay, for sure. Let's get it. Number eight. What artists in the game are you inspired by today? Hmm. Drake. Okay. For sure. Why? Bro has accomplished so fucking much. And you want to know something about Drake? Bro shouts out Lil Wayne for it and thank him for it every fucking time. Yes, sir. That's why that's my biggest inspiration, Lil Wayne, because I'm 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 trying to be like him. I wanna I wanna build and have protege where I put them on and they become the biggest thing in the world you feel me that that's a spark that i want to put in somebody so that's why it's great hey you 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 actually you know to cut cut it before you hit that next question you actually got that energy from me bro so you know what i'm saying if ain't nobody else told you that i'm gonna tell you that you got that energy from me bro because that's how i look at you i look at you like a mentor you feel me like you know you don't show me some shit. i knew some shit, but you don't show me ways to where Bro, I'm eating off my own music now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't gonna say a lot, but hey, I'm eating. I'm seeing money. You feel me? So big shouts out to DBK, that boy Khalifa. You feel me? The winning team. Yes, sir. That's what it's about, man. Putting people in a position to succeed and exceeding those limits. You feel me? The next question, y'all. Y'all already know what's going on. Number nine. What's the upcoming project or show your fans should be on the lookout for? 2021 yes sir year 2021 man be up man be on the lookout because i'm finna give y'all pressure i promise you pressure all i'm gonna say pressure y'all heard him y'all already know what's going on and the last question but definitely not least number 10 y'all already know man what's an ultimate goal that you want to accomplish this year i need 30 videos I need 15 articles. I'm 
I need 28 more podcasts. <laughs> I need 20 shows. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> this is everything I wrote down in my motherfucking notes, man. Everything that I just said is in my notes. I need that amount. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? That's some good ass. That's some good ass accomplishments. That's some good goals right there. Yeah, I like that too because it's direct. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, this is what I need because that's gonna that's gonna give me what I want. That's gonna so give me what I want in life. That's what's up. Well, well, we better get the fuck on it, man. Them videos. It's it's the half the half the year mark is here, brother. We yeah. Hey, hey, look. Cold part about it is I got. I already got three that I know I'm going to knock out so fast. So the rest of them, we just got, I got to get to it. You feel me? I got to just keep smacking them over the head. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Starting now. Starting today is where I get to this shit and show them that, you feel me? This shit easy. I do this shit with no effort. What that nigga T. Grizzly said? Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. So before we get up out of here, man, we're going to get a shout out to everybody where they can find you. Uh, we'll find you on social media and all that, and shout out whoever you want to shout out before we get up out of here. Yo, 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 man, shout out to you know what I'm saying, my peoples, man, politic and broadcast. You feel me? Shout out to my guy, DBK. You feel me? Shout out to YB Films for fucking with me the long way, bro. You really feel me, good peoples. You know what I'm saying? This shit don't, you know, shout out to my family, shout out to my mother for always, you know getting to it shout out to my girl from never leaving my side and staying right there you feel me and you can find me on any platform man you can even google me you know what i'm saying risk taker cash spell with a k on everywhere instagram snapchat anywhere man type in risk taker cash and i'm gonna pop up you're gonna see me and only me yes sir yes sir so this was another insightful you know interview Every time we leave with some more game and we always try to give out some game, you know, no matter what. And we always, you know, respect everybody that give out their flowers, man. So we appreciate you giving us our flowers because we out here, you know, providing a platform for motherfuckers. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of motherfuckers don't see the value in what we do. But there's so much game that is given in these conversations that if you don't have these type of conversations, you ain't going to get that game. So we're going to keep doing what we're doing and we're going to keep providing this platform and we're going to fuck with who fucking with us. And if and you, that's it and that's all. You ain't fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, nigga. You know what I'm saying? They put you in a cage with a lion. Hey, just look, because- I want to let every other artist watching this, man, fuck with them. Because if you don't, you're going to be left in the stank like a skunk and you don't want to <laughs> be that, man. They're giving you everything you need. every Everything you need, man. I lied them. It's easy, cheesy. So one of my favorite quotes right here, man. They put you in a cage with a lion. Just because you don't try to eat the lion, don't mean the lion ain't going to try to eat you, man. Politics (laughs) per usual. Let's go.